Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi there, everybody, and welcome to Tech Stuff. My name is Chris Paulette, and I'm an editor at HowStuffWorks.com. Sitting next to me, as usual, is Jonathan Strickland, one of our senior writers. Hey there, Crispy. <laughs> All right, then. I wasn't expecting that. I know. That's why I threw that one out there. All right. So today we are going to talk about a subject that um, is, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say controversial, but I'll definitely go so far as to say there's conflicting information about it. We're going to be talking about cell phones and environments in which you aren't supposed to use them. Oh, that's a... a, a not like that. No, no. Let's not go there. Oh. <laughs> None of the cutting out stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. I was so ready. I was like, oh, <laughs> now I've been derailed, people. <laughs> Send your email directly to... No. Um, so we're going to talk about specifically two different environments uh, in which you are at least sometimes told you are not supposed to use your cell phone. Uh, that would be hospitals and airplanes. Yes. But not, not an airplane in a hospital or vice versa. <laughs> you're, you're not, <laughs> not supposed to use it twice as much there. Uh, anyway. All right. So why would anyone tell you that you should not use a cell phone in one of these environments? Do you want to take a stab at it, Chris? Yes. All right. You know what? We actually have a question of the day. Yes, we do. On the site mm -hmm. dedicated to this very topic uh, yep. or these very topics. And uh, in short, it's radio interference. Yes. There are a lot of communications that are going on at a, any given time in these environments. And they are concerned that cell phone uh, reception could interfere with those communications. Right. So when you think about cell phones, they are radio frequency generators and receivers. I sure. mean, that's that's how they that's how you communicate over a cell phone is through radio frequencies. So this really fits into a larger umbrella of electromagnetic interference, uh, which encompasses everything from radio waves to just about everything else you can imagine that involves electrons. So anything like an integrated circuit can create electromagnetic interference. Mm -hmm. um, and depending upon how close you are to uh, to sensitive equipment. How well that equipment is shielded, the uh, the kind of antenna that equipment has, how powerful your cell phone is, you may or may not actually affect anything um, to a degree that is actually noticeable. Yeah, but I'd... the possibility is enough to make people scared. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, by shielding, um, what we mean here is uh, a lot of electronics, actually virtually everything, um, has some kind of shielding in it. If you've ever taken apart um, an electronic device and seen that thin metal uh, section in there and you've gone, what is this for? It doesn't, it's flimsy. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. Well, it's, it's shielding and it's basically the kind of thing that should be in your speakers when you set next, your cell phone next to it. And right. uh, make sure speakers do that little clipping noise. That ee, 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 yeah, ee, the noise. Da, 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 da. yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's because your your speakers are have know. faulty shielding or lousy shielding, <laughs> cheap, cheap shielding. Shielding. <laughs> There's lots of different adjectives we can throw in there, but yeah, it, it means that the it's whenever your uh, cell phone is connecting with the cell phone tower, um, then the that signal is is actually getting picked up by the speaker. Uh, this can happen because of 
multiple reasons. Uh, there's the possibility that your phone is operating on a frequency that is very close to or identical to the frequency that the uh, that the other device is using. Sometimes it doesn't even need to work work on a on a frequency. It's just the fact that the the radio frequencies themselves are interfering, uh, or it can do this thing called intermodulation. Mm. Now, that's when you have one piece of equipment that relies upon radio frequencies to transmit data or receive data. And another uh, gadget in this general vicinity that also uses radio frequencies, and they're using two different frequencies. So generally, you would say that these wouldn't overlap. You know, if you have a lot of different gadgets, but they're all operating on different frequencies, theoretically, they're not going to really interfere with each other. They're not. They're not communicating on the same string, if you want to think of it that way. But sometimes frequencies can sort of intermingle a little bit. This intermodulation, you'll you'll get little spikes in the uh, the transmission. Which, if you're using something that's really sensitive, um, a very sensitive piece of equipment, that could translate into a, a faulty reading or a malfunction. Which that's where you start thinking, all right, no, this is a serious problem. And basically it just bleeds over into those harmonic sidebands. Yes, exactly. And, um, you know, it just, it's, it's sort of, it's not nice and neat. It doesn't stay in, in its own lane. It starts right. to swerve out into the other part of traffic. Yeah. Anything that's harmonic, we're talking about a, a, a frequency that's sort of a multiplier of the, the main frequency you're talking about. So anything that's related to it on a, on a different factor, then, then you're going to have some issues with some, uh, harmonic interference. So what does this mean with the hospitals? Well, it means that if you were to have a cell phone and you were near a sensitive piece of equipment and your cell phone then tries to contact the cell tower, that interference could cause that equipment to give out, like I said, a faulty reading or even fail. And of course, in the hospitals, there are a lot of pieces of equipment that are uh, pretty pivotal to people's survival. So in general, a lot of hospitals will ban cell phones outright. Now, I should also add that cell phones have advanced quite a bit since they first hit the scene. And now they're so well-tuned that usually the frequencies don't interfere as often. And also a lot of equipment has much better error correction uh, software and and hardware. So they don't necessarily pick up rogue frequencies the way they used to. So they're not as big a threat as they used to be. Yeah, um, there's this myth uh, about a four-year-old girl I actually went out in a chain email a while back. Um, and I saw this on Snopes when I was doing research for this podcast. And apparently the myth goes that this four-year-old girl broke her leg and required surgery. And everything was going fine until suddenly she flatlined and died. And when the doctor walked out, he found a woman in the hallway using her cell phone. And he smashed it and, uh, you know, there was a, a brouhaha um, between the, pa- the the doctor and the the person out in the hallway because the doctor had to tell the parents that his that their uh, daughter had died because someone was using a cell phone in a hospital. Um, no. Yeah, I'm, I was about to say, I'm assuming there's no uh, actual support or evidence of that being true. No, no. As a matter of fact, uh, Snopes found that there was nothing, uh, you know, there were no reports of anybody dying as the result of cell phone interference with medical equipment. Although um, there is there is some... Uh, interference that can result from cell phones on different frequencies. Um, the Mayo Clinic did a study in, in 2007 in mm-hmm. which they said, basically, you don't need to worry about it. Right. Um, yeah. But there are there are some things that they did find, like um, anti-theft 
uh, technology. You know, that you see the the big pillars that you see next to the doors sure. at your local shopping mall. Yeah, those ones um, that always stop me from stealing, you know, handfuls of CDs. Right. Yeah. Those. Exactly. I hate those. <laughs> those and the security cameras. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the, that anti-theft technology has been known to uh, interfere with people's uh, pacemakers and defibrillators. Right. And uh, here's here's just a tip. Just in case you are ever in the incredibly unlikely situation that someone... Uh, collapses in between these pillars. Uh, the first thing you should do, assuming this person hasn't suffered some sort of back injury, is move them out of the way, because prolonged exposure is really what's going to cause irreparable damage. If you can get them away from the signal, sometimes they can actually recover. There's no actual permanent damage to the the pacemaker or other equipment, and the person will be all right within a few minutes. So, uh, yeah, that's one of those few times where. If someone does fall down, it might be important to move them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, it doesn't, um, well, I don't know, but it is the same kind of thing that you see when you see, uh, at your convenience store, the sign in the microwave that say, that says if you have a pacemaker, mm-hmm. you know, the microwave is also a, a radio frequency. Right. Or electromagnetic frequency. I right, say. right. So, so this study that you were talking about, the Mayo Clinic study mm-hmm. back in 2007, they used two different kinds of cellular phones on, on, uh, different carriers and they, um, tested out with, uh, 192 different medical devices and found no significant interference whatsoever and that everything seems to be fine. However, that very same year, 2007, over at the University of Amsterdam, there was a study which came to very different conclusions. And in their tests, they tested cell phones near 61 medical devices uh, that were not hooked up to patients. They thought that might be a bit unethical to test it on actual people. Perhaps. Perhaps. And out of the 61 medical devices, they recorded 48 incidents in 26 devices. Uh, and they said a third of those incidents were hazardous. Uh, so it caused the machine to fail in such a way that it would have been harmful to the patient had that been hooked up to someone. So we have here two very different studies. Now, there are different explanations for what could have gone on to get such different results from different studies. Uh, the first one I can think of is different equipment. Yeah. Uh, there's no real – I don't have the details on what the equipment was that the Mayo Clinic was testing with or that the University of Amsterdam was testing with. Also, the cell phones, as you were pointing out earlier, and, and I – Totally escaped my my attention. Cell phones in Europe operate on different frequencies than cell phones in the United States. Yeah, I mean, this could be attributable to you know the equipment and the you know, medical equipment and cell phones in the United States versus medical equipment and cell phones in overseas. Europe, yeah. So I mean, it 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 may just happen to uh, be a convergence of technologies. So as I was pointing out to Chris, the moral of the story is: if you have to go to the hospital, go to the United States. <laughs> Don't yeah, get that, sick in Europe. I'm sure that's convenient for everyone. I hope so. <laughs> well, what with our wonderful healthcare industry here, <laughs> but so it, it seems like it's not it's not likely that it's going to cause a serious problem. But it's one of those situations where I think a lot of people would say better safe than sorry. Yeah, and there are no laws. The FCC doesn't have any laws pertaining to using cell phones inside hospitals. They leave that up to the individual hospital to decide. So some hospitals may have a ban on cell phone use, but that's just the policy of that particular hospital. Others may not have any policy at all, and you can walk up and down the halls talking on your cell phone as much as you like. 
until you annoy someone enough for them to kick you out. But there's no there's no legal reason why you can't use a cell phone in a hospital. Although, you know, if you're talking to your doctor about what's wrong with you and you're on the phone at the same time, that could be a little rude. Yeah, that's uh, often like I, I find that doctor's offices and being in line for fast food are two places you don't want to be on a cell phone because people just they get so snooty. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> well, that's hospitals. Did you have anything else to add on that before we move on to airplanes? No, no. no. OK, so airplanes. Now, if you've ever been on an airplane <laughs> – in the United States, at least, you have heard the the spiel that includes all cell phones have to be turned off as soon as the the uh, the door is closed. Um, really, they definitely have to be turned off when you are taking off. Uh, that's that's the policy across every major airline in the United States. All right, then. Well, how come? Well, it's for a very similar reason. We're talking about phones potentially interfering with very sensitive flight uh Devices. So everything from navigation equipment to anything that involves operating the plane, the, the fear is that a cell phone could somehow affect these uh, electronics in such a way as to give false readings or to cause something to malfunction and therefore put everyone in jeopardy. And it seems not the game show. <laughs> Just jumping ahead of you there. Put everyone in danger. How about that? Uh, just so that you can chat with your you know, buddy about the game last night. Uh, they think that's probably a little irresponsible. Yeah, if it interferes with landing gear, that would be like a wheel of misfortune. So, <sighs> nice. Uh, oh, so uh, We don't want to go down this path, <laughs> Paulette, trust me. <laughs> we'll, we'll be doing game show references for the rest of the day. Yes, and I, can, I am fully capable of doing that. Uh, but, you are more capable than I. So I have a question for sure, you. Sure, go ahead. So why don't they put really fancy shielding on airplanes. Well, they, surely somebody is, is bound to forget that they have their phone turned on. There's a couple of things. First of all, the in general, the airplanes do have very good shielding. Uh, not necessarily the equipment from each other, but the, the cockpit from the, the, the passenger section is pretty well shielded. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there have been several tests. Again, I've seen conflicting reports. Some tests say that really there's virtually no way a cell phone would affect um, the the electronics of an airplane to any measurable degree. Others say, no, that's totally wrong. This person turned on his cell phone and it caused the compass to fail. Well, that's a pretty big deal. And details, uh, details. Yeah. Like so, you need to know where you're going. Right. Like, come on, you can look out the window. Um, so, well, the <laughs> Turn sun's... left by the field. <laughs> the sun's over there, so we must be going south. Um <laughs> No, but that, so, so they are actually pretty well shielded. And mm-hmm. when you think about it, they have to be. It's not just the, the fact that your, your cell phone could potentially cause this plane to malfunction. I mean, if that were as sensitive as planes were, it, we would never get anyone off the ground. Right. Because planes are constantly flying around, being bombarded by different waves. I mean, radio frequencies are everywhere. Sure. You know, it's sure. not just, on the, uh, you don't turn your phone and then magically radio frequencies suddenly appear. I mean, some are being emitted by your phone, but there are others that are already in the environment. Well, this is the same thing with um, turning off your CD players, iPods, yeah, again, laptop. I mean, those things are emitting interference, and uh, that's why they ask you to turn those things off until you're in the air at a certain altitude, and right. then they ask you to turn them off again. Another yeah. another reason for that, but beyond just the interference, is simply practical in the sense that you don't want a lot of loose things in the in the cabin when you're taking off and landing because that's that 
tends to be the roughest part of any flight unless you hit some really serious turbulence. And that means you just have loose projectiles bouncing around the the cabin, which could potentially bang into someone's head and then you've got a lawsuit on your hands. And uh, so that's another reason. You know, I mean, it's it's completely separate from the interference angle, although we also still do have this interference issue. Uh, but you have to ask yourself other questions like, well, if cell phones are so deadly, why are there satellite phones on planes? Yep. yep. I mean, you can use a satellite phone. Well, you know, it's different radio frequency. So you could argue that, well, the cell phone – a range of frequencies may be closer to the plane's equipment. That's not really the case, by the way. Uh, another argument you might make if you are on the corporate side of things is, well, this way we can charge people to use the phone <laughs> and we can monetize that. Right. Um, as opposed to if we let people just use their cell phones, they might be able to use it whenever. There's, there is one interesting thing I found on the, um, the, the FCC site specifically mm-hmm. about this. Let's see if I can, if I can pull up the, uh, the the specific uh, wording here about about cell phones and why you shouldn't use them. Besides the fact that it affects, it could potentially affect the the aircraft's uh, systems. Mm-hmm. Here it goes. Uh, it says, the primary concern is that a cell phone used while airborne would have a much greater transmitting range than a land mobile unit. Their use could result in unwanted interference to transmissions at other cell. Uh, other cell locations, since the system uses the same frequency several times within a market or a given operating area. Since a cell phone is capable of operating on various cellular frequencies, unwanted interference may also affect cellular systems in adjacent markets or operating areas. So one of the reasons they don't want you to use cell phones is because it can screw up the cell phone network down on the ground. Yeah, you know, that, that's a good segue because I saw some people basically saying that the reason you can't use your cell phone on a plane is just a, a web of conspiracy theories. Yeah, there are you tons. Know, because the the carriers don't want you messing with the communications at the tower level. Right. Uh, the planes basically don't want to pay to have their equipment shielded more thoroughly. Right. Because that would be really – and I can imagine that would be really expensive. Sure, I you're, mean, you're outfitting an entire fleet. Right, sure. exactly. Um, and the government, which I think is really funny, um, the government doesn't want you talking on the phone because basically they're afraid that people are going to talk too loud and somebody else is going to fly off the handle and try and beat their head in on a plane. Right. I've worked I with thought, consultants. I can understand that. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, you know, the biggest argument I've seen from the average Joe or Jill, if you will, um, seems to be, hey, no, let's leave these off. Because I really don't want everybody around me on the phone while I'm on the plane. It's one of the last places that we have that nobody's talking on the phone. Yeah, and uh, and for more evidence that the cell phone would not bring the plane down, for one thing, I think it's safe to say that there's always going to be at least one person who, purposefully or not, leaves his or her cell phone on during any given flight. Oh, you mean just to see? Or just forgets. Or just forgets. I have... I have forgotten about my cell phone once. Yeah. I thought I had turned it off. And then when we landed, I was thinking, oh, I'll turn my cell phone on and call it. <laughs> Pull my cell phone out and it's on. And I'm thinking, wow, oops, because <laughs> I'm I'm a goody two shoes. I follow the rules. I mean, even when the rules are n- not necessarily maybe they don't make sense. I tend to follow them anyway. I'm not one of those who questions authority and turns my cell phone on and says, I'm going to either crash or I'm going to prove them wrong. And that's. <laughs> I'd rather get to where I'm going and not get hit by a $25,000 fine or pepper spray. 
So yeah, because that could happen. It has happened. <laughs> well, not the pepper spray on a plane, but um, twenty-five mm. grand uh, fine. Yeah, one guy was hit with a twenty-five grand fine when he refused to get off the the phone in mid-flight. Um, he said it was a life or death situation. I believe, as I recall, it was uh, his father had passed away. Uh, and so he or was passing away in the process of dying mm. and he had to to arrange uh, make final arrangements with the hospital and he felt that it could not wait. So you know, he, what had happened was he apparently had left his phone on, received a phone call, found out it was the hospital and then called the hospital a couple more times. And despite the fact that flight attendants told him to stop calling, he continued until they essentially restrained him and slapped him with a twenty five thousand dollar fine, I think. Ouch. Yikes. Yeah, that's a bad day right there, my friend. No kidding. But cell phones, I mean, we've got wireless on lots of flights now. Yeah, we've got Wi-Fi. So, so again, uh, it's clear that obviously these radio frequencies aren't bringing planes down left and right. People are finding ways to monetize it, and suddenly it's okay to use it. Uh, I'm not going to get all cynical there. but <laughs> And the European Union actually is uh, has some flights that allow you to use cell phones. They have different... Uh, arrangements depending on what plane you're on, like mm. what airline you're on. Mm-hmm. Uh, some have very special plans that you have to opt into before you can use your cell phone on them. And a few have decided, even though they're in the European Union, have decided not to allow cell phones because the customers, as you were pointing out, said they don't want it. Yeah. They don't want to sit next to a chatty Kathy all the way from Berlin to L.A. Yeah, that would be a long call. Them. That would be a very long call. Um, I know some teenagers who could do it, though. Yeah. So uh, I wonder, now that Wi-Fi is allowed on flights, this is another one of those extemporaneous, I just thought of it, sort of questions. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Skype would work. A lot of airlines specifically block Skype. Really? Yes. They specifically firewall the heck out of Skype because they don't want voice over internet protocol calls going out. Um, again, part of it is money. You're looking at, at a, you know, if the plane has these satellite phones where they charge you to use them, you know, you slide your credit card in and suddenly you can make a phone call. Uh, it makes way more sense to force you into using that than to allow you to use some other method. Mm-hmm. And also it, they do want to discourage people from just, you know, becoming even more compartmentalized and thinking that they are the center of the universe and chatting as loudly as they need to in order to, you know, that's the other thing is that airplanes are loud and Humans tend to increase the volumes of their voices uh, in loud environments because they figure the person on the other end can't hear them very well, right? I mean, it's just a natural thing. It gets louder. You start speaking more loudly. Yeah, um, of course. Uh, nice. I think we probably just uh, hit the top level on that one. So Liz will be <laughs> pulling that down later. Sorry, Liz. That wasn't a hey there or anything. And uh, But yeah, I mean, you you tend to do that sort of thing. And you don't necessarily need to do that when you're on the phone. The microphone picks you up your voice pretty well. So you're shouting your head off at someone who could hear you if you just talked in a normal voice. But because the plane itself is kind of loud, you naturally get louder and louder. And then the whole environment gets louder and louder. And fly- flying just becomes even less of a pleasure. Right. I actually used to really enjoy flying. Not quite as much now, but I used to. Makes my arms tired. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We should have accepted that challenge with Stuff You Should Know. Because uh, uh, at least then I'd feel like we were doing this for a reason. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, that's all I have right now. 
for for cell phones and hospitals and yeah. planes. Again, we're talking about a lot of conflicting information. Yeah, some people feel it. It hasn't really been tested that thoroughly. But uh, the FCC in 2007 basically decided to close the book on cell phones on planes for right now. So yeah. it's, uh, I don't think it's going to get turned around, at least not in the immediate future. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I think, um, you know, the, the tough thing is it's hard to test this stuff without it, without testing it in a danger, a dangerous environment. Right. Yeah. And so people are saying, well, is it really worth testing this much or could we just go without for the duration of a flight or a visit at a hospital, uh, you know, is your life so really important that you are willing to put it at risk and the lives of everyone else around you just so that you can collect, make a, you know, complete a call? Mm-hmm. And uh, most people would say no. I mean, I'm not one of them because obviously my life is important enough for that. But most people would be reasonable and say no. Right. All right. Well, that's all uh, I had for that. Yeah, I don't have anything else either. Well, then that means that uh, we are brought to my favorite segment, Listener Mail. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought you'd appreciate that. (laughs) This Listener Mail comes from Kathleen. Kathleen says, hey, guys, I have two requests, but it would be awesome if you guys did either one of them. I would love to hear a Google Wave podcast at some point, either based on the 1.5 hour long developers demo or later in the year after it comes out. Ironically, I found out about Google Wave through Marshall Brain's blog, not the tech stuff blog, which I thought kind of weird. I have since blogged about Google Wave, just so you know, Kathleen, so you should go back and check it out. I also think it would be cool to compare the new search engines, what do you even call them if not search engines, that are coming out, specifically Wolfram Alpha and Bing, but it's not Google, with the Google search engine, or maybe even have individual podcasts on each. Now, of course, we've talked about Wolfram Alpha. We'll probably talk about Bing and Google at some point, and I've blogged about this as well. So I'm covering all the bases on this one. But here's the reason why I read Kathleen's email. Okay. Finally... Here's my Shakespearean sonnet, since you guys already got two Spencerians, that I wrote in lieu of studying for my English final. I think since she wrote it instead of studying, we owe it to her to read this. Okay, then. This is to tech stuff and all that you do. Your fans love you dearly. Also, please note, a sonnet is harder than a haiku. Against stuff you should know, you get my vote. Why learn how Thanksgiving works when instead you could learn of 70-inch TVs? Even listen about the World Wide Web. Tech Stuff is indeed the podcast for me. For churning out eight delightful podcasts, my thanks and applause goes to How Stuff Works, which entertain whenever one broadcasts. Each is amusing and has its own quirks. I hope John and Chris still live if it's true that Josh and Chuck really sit next to you. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. Actually, Chuck technically sits on the other side of the cubicle wall. Yes, but I can see his feet when I, you know, got my pencil and look under the cubicle wall. Right. Sometimes you see his face, which is really unsettling. Yes, I know. I don't know why he does that. I think it has to do with the red beeping thing that is attached to the underside of my desk. I don't know what that's for. Yeah. So anyway, guys, if you want to learn more about cell phones, airplanes, and hotels. Hotels. Hospitals. I don't know where the hotels came from. I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking about vacations, I guess. <laughs> Apparently so. I'd rather think about hotels and hospitals. Cell phones, airplanes, and hospitals. We do have the question of the day on howstuffworks.com. You can always write us. Our email address is techstuff at howstuffworks.com and we will talk to you again really soon. For more on this and thousands of other topics, 
visit HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the new Tech Stuff blog, now on the HowStuffWorks homepage. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?